You are here on this earth for a purpose, and I doubt you've allowed yourself to find it yet. We have been led to believe that we should take the comfortable, secure, and easy path because it's secure, it's promised, and, well, it's easy. But what if God had bigger plans for you? Hey guys, my name is Emily Lewis. I am known as the wildflower child of my family and grounded free spirit of my friends. I tell it like it is in the most respectful way. I have a very big heart and even bigger dreams. I'm a health and wellness coach and holistic gut practitioner. I passionately crave to inspire you to take the path of most resistance to reach your full potential, heal your body, work through your traumas, and do the things that scare the hell out of you. Experience the world and find and live in your purpose. So put your worries and control aside and get ready to evolve in the best way possible in all areas of your life. Hello and welcome. I am here in Colorado Springs and I cannot tell you guys how amazing this journey has been. I can't, I can tell you, wow, my brain is dead. My brain feels like it's dead. I've been on the go like so much, but it's been so exhilarating. It's been so just so amazing and and calming in a way. It's like the weirdest thing. Like I've been on the go, but I feel so safe. And it's it's just the weirdest thing. So I actually flew out of Arizona. I flew out of Phoenix, Arizona. And I got here in Denver, Colorado on Thursday. Yep, Thursday morning or Thursday midday. And then I came and I got my rental car and I went to the hotel and they did not have my reservation. I go and I look at Expedia and I'm like, wow, the app automatically picks a weekend for you like a week or two in advance and was not the right date. So I didn't have a hotel room. So I had to go in and I calmly went. I, at first I was like freaking out because I thought I was not going to be able to get a refund because it was not refundable. And um, it, I sat down and I chatted with somebody online. I explained to them everything that was going on and they kindly took over and actually got me a refund. Thank goodness. But I found another hotel that was close by um, when I had and booked for that night because it was a lot cheaper. And it was a even better like part of the city anyway. So I was like, honestly, this definitely happened for me because the other side of the city was like not really what I was looking for. Total different vibe on this side. Um, and then I went to Yardview and I did a client call and then I explored Denver, that whole downtown. Oh my gosh, guys, Denver is a big downtown. Like it's very spread out. So if you're wanting to go explore Denver, Colorado, get a rental car because you're going to want to, or you can use the public transportation. It's, it's always, that's always the thing you can use. But I decided to get a rental car because I knew I was going to Colorado Springs and Idaho Springs. So what I actually ended up doing, um, is after Denver, I then went to Boulder the next day and I went on a hike there and I got caught in sleet and rain but even though it was like sleeting and raining it was still just so beautiful up there but I was like I can't wait to actually do a final hike I was poured one I was literally drenched guys and as much as I hate being like wet and cold and not being able to do anything about it I was like you know what it's totally fine. Like, enjoy this because I'm never going to get this moment back. And I was by myself in the rain in the sleet. And I was just looking around. I was like, this is just the most gorgeous view with the rain and the mountains. It was so beautiful. When I got down to my car, I 
had my suitcase and everything in my renter car, in my rental car. Um, so I just changed clothes right there on the spot up under the hood. And um, then I went to Boulder, like the actual town, and it was so gorgeous. I warmed up with a coffee and then I just walked downtown. It was such a pretty like area. Um, and it, guys, when I go to downtowns and I go and travel, I try to hit every spot that people recommend. And I have this long recommendation of places in the notes of my phone. So I was just typing things and walking around and going different places. And it was so cool to experience all of that. Um, and then after Boulder, what I ended up doing is I had Friends in Idaho Springs, so I drove up that way, and that's about a 9,000-some-hundred feet elevation, so it was actually colder up there, and we were going to go whitewater rafting, but it was so cold that day, we were like, no, let's not do it. It's just going to be like one of those days where it's not going to be that fun. So what we ended up doing was we just went, and we went out to like a brewery, and then we went and got dinner somewhere, and then we ended up at this place called Bread Bar, so if you're ever in Idaho Springs or in the Colorado area, Denver, or um, Colorado Springs, gotta check that place out. It is the cutest little, like, winery slash brewery in a way. Super cute, guys. So cute. Um, ended our nights there, and then I drove to Lakewood, and I actually stayed in Lakewood because it was a hell of a lot cheaper. I got an Airbnb, a shared Airbnb, and got to see that area a little bit. I like to see suburbs outside of the city too, because you never know, you know, what's calling your name and where you're going to want to move to. You're going to check all of that out. So then I went to Littleton next and I passed through Cherry Creek. I saw a farmer's market. I went there. I met this wonderful lady that I'll never forget. She is so amazing. And I actually purchased something from her because they're, um, they own a business um, that uh, provides women in Cambodia jobs um, because they are such at high risk for human trafficking and giving them jobs gives them money to support themselves, get education, things like that. So it was really cool to experience that and have a deep conversation with her about my solo travels. And she was just so sweet. Um, but she did ask me, she, she was, you know, what exactly are you looking for? Like, what are you out here for? And I said, you know, I don't think I'm really looking for anything. I'm not really searching for anything. I just felt like doing it. And like, now I'm going to continue doing what I feel like doing, you know, um, just letting myself go. And if I make plans and they change and they change. Um, so it was really cool to have that conversation with her. And then I ended up going to Littleton. Littleton was the cutest town guys, super cute town. Definitely thinking about Littleton for sure, because that was just a whole different vibe once again. And then I made my way out to Colorado Springs where I'm here with one of my best friends, Shauna. She is absolutely amazing. So I'm actually staying with her and her boyfriend. Um, and this morning we went on a hike at Seven Bridges Trail and it was so beautiful. Definitely worth going on that trail, guys. So freaking worth it. It's about a two hour journey total back up. And, I mean, blah, blah, blah up and back down. Um, and it was so gorgeous because the waterfalls were there the whole time. Um, and then I ended with Garden of Gods. And this is what brings me to my topic today is when I was out at Garden of Gods, I was like, you know, I think this is a great way to end my journey um, here in Colorado because I'll be by myself and I'll just have, you know, time just to be able to just walk and look and observe and just do my own thing without anybody with me, without having to worry about what anybody else wants to do. And not that that's ever a bad thing, but it's just, I, I was like, you know, this is a great way to end my journey. So when I was walking and I was just looking at the mountains, 
and um, I stopped by at this overlook and I was by myself and I was looking at the mountains and the fog just blowing over the mountains and it was like a bluish color over the mountains and I was able to see everything like even Pikes Peak which is the highest peak in Colorado and I just got this feeling of fulfillment this feeling that I've already I'm already missing this trip and I feel super calm and I feel safe and that's a feeling that you just you can't really let go of and if you never had that feeling then I really suggest you dig deeper and find find a way to find that feeling but when you feel it you'll know what it feels like and it literally felt like gods were with me it was so funny because I was like right by gardens of gods I was like huh I wonder if there's like actually gods with me right now right but we are constantly, we're always worried about, you know, what we're doing next and the things that we have to do. And we can't even have like a good day sometimes because we're so worried about everything that we have to do and worried about, oh, well, it doesn't seem like I'm being productive. And then you go into fight or flight response. And the thing is, is like, why can't we just exist? What does it truly mean to just let go and just be? And A way that I can, the only way I can tell you guys to really try this is go to a place where there's like running water, which is super calm to hear, super, super nice to hear because it's so calming or by yourself somewhere and just go on a walk with no place to be, no time limit, nothing and observe. Take a deep breath and listen to the things that are around you, the birds chirping, the cars driving down the road or the wind blowing. And feel things on your skin. Touch the tree. Touch the rock. Like, be super present in the moment and let go of whatever it is you feel like you can't let go of. It's just, it's the most calming thing and where you feel safety the most. I love starting my day that way because it just helps you have such a better day and not feel like you have to constantly be at someone's beck and call. It's so important for us to set our intentions before anybody else sets our intentions for us for the day. But did you guys know that, you know, like when you're feeling that fight or flight response of like, oh my gosh, I'm not being productive. I have so much to do. I have this to do. I have that to do. Like that stuff's always going to be there, guys. It's always going to be there. Take a deep breath. Tell yourself, I'll do it when I do it. I'll do it when I'm able to do it. You're only in control of so much. But the thing is, is we shouldn't, be feeling guilty when we're taking breaks. It's sad because a lot of us work like six days out of the week and then we feel guilty for not working one day or we constantly want to work on that one day that we have off because our body and our minds are so used to working. And then we're constantly thinking about work when we're not even at work or we're not doing work and we haven't committed to work. We're constantly thinking about it. Our body's still in fight or flight, right? You have to learn how to let it go. You have to learn how to let go of that guilty feeling and how to work. Yes, do your work. Work your eight to five, work seven to four or whatever it is. My set office hours are sometimes different each day, but when I'm done with work, I'm done with work. That's it. My phone goes away. Everything goes away. And same should go for everybody else. When you work, work. Then let it go. Go into receivership. Go into doing absolutely nothing or doing something 
that is fun to you or go out to dinner with your friends or like go on a walk or go do something. Same thing goes for your breaks. Like take advantage of your break. When I hear people tell me that they don't have a break or they don't have a lunch break, I'm like, well, that's not your boss's choice. And it's probably not your field's choice because it's literally illegal for you not to have a break. You can have a break and sit down and eat food or do whatever, even if it's just 10 to 20 minutes. But utilize your break. Don't just go and eat and then come right back to work and get in that fight or flight mode and then sit down at your desk for the rest of the day. Go on a walk, listen to a podcast, call a friend, go on a walk with a friend or a coworker. Do something. Take your actual break, guys. We're forgetting that there's life outside of work. There's literally life outside of work. And if you're tying everything to work, you're tying everything to your business or everything to the job that you're eight to five or whatever it is, you're not actually living. You're not actually in the present moment. Let it go. Just be. Feeling that feeling is like nothing else. And when you're in receivership, you're manifesting, meaning you are attracting things. You're letting things in. If you're constantly working, if you're constantly pushing that door, right? How in let it go and something might come through the door. Right? It's just like holding a door and somebody somebody or something's on the other side, but you can't let that in until you stop pushing so much. So if you're looking for that that raise or that promotion, or if you're looking for, you know, a hundred K month in your business or whatever it is, work, push, do it, and then let it go. Because if you don't let it go, you're never going to allow enough space for things to come in. Maybe it's not there yet. Maybe you're like, oh, but I want to see it so bad. I want this so bad. Okay. It's not there yet, but it's still yours. That doesn't mean it's not coming. That doesn't mean it's never going to be yours. If you don't see it and feel it, you can still have it. You don't need to see it and feel it if it's not there. You can still receive it. So even though it's not right in front of your eyes or you haven't conquered it yet does not mean that it's not yours. You have to trust that it's already yours and that it's there. And tell yourself, okay, okay, it might be next year. It might be one year. It might be in five months, but it's still mine. And the more that you let it go, the more that you're going to get more. I always tell people that. I'm like, dude, if you stop having such an anxious attachment style with money, it'd come to you. Money is literally energy. Everything is energy, guys. Everything. What you feel is what you attract. If you're that fight or flight or you're in that anxious mode or go, 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 and you're not allowing enough space for things to come in, you're never going to have it. You're never going to receive it. You've got to let it go. It's like the relationship with God. Okay, so let's talk about, I don't know if you're Christian or religious or whatever, but think about relationships with God. Okay, so you work, you work, you work, you're reading your Bible, you're praying, you're doing all the things, you're constantly thinking about God, you're constantly thinking about your relationship with him and how you want to make it to heaven and you're praying and you're doing and you're just doing. Okay, but are you seeing all of God's blessings in front of you when you do that? I mean, yeah, to a certain extent, but what about being still with God? That's literally in the Bible. You have to learn how to be still. If you're not being still, you will never be able to perceive. Because think about it. If you're constantly thinking about, no, I have to go, I have to do this, I have to do this, I have to do that. And you're constantly thinking about your next move or what you have to do. There's something that's right in front of you. 
that you're missing and you're not seeing that opportunity is going to pass by you. If you don't slow your shit down, if you don't slow it down, you're never going to see it. It's like when women come to me and they tell me like, oh, I'm just so, oh my gosh, like I'm just looking for my partner. I'm looking for my man. I'm looking for my man. And they're on dating apps and this and that. And they're constantly looking and searching and thinking. And they go out on a walk and there's this guy right there, but she's constantly thinking or she's on her phone and she's swiping through, right? Just imagine this. Imagine this whole like made up story that I'm giving right now and they're swiping through and they're looking at their phone or they're worried or they're like seeing if somebody watched their story or something and they're not being present. And that guy right there that they just passed would have been a perfect partner for them. They could have fallen in love. They could have made a, made a whole home together. But we missed the opportunity because we were so focused on something that we don't have. I just want to let that sink in for just a hot second. It's so true. And it's almost scary because it's hard to do. It's hard to let go. It's hard to be present. Because we feel like we have to constantly be doing something. It is literally driven in our brains that we have to be doing something. We have to be doing something and be productive. And like if it's not there, like then we better get it right then and there, right? We always want the quick fix. We always want something really fast. And the thing is, is like good things take time, my friends, and it's worth the wait. Would you rather have a short-term whatever it is of super big big success, like a super successful company for you know, one year because you went hard, you went in, you put in all the work, right? But then all of a sudden you get drained, you get driven down, you get tired, you get sick because your body's in constant fight or flight. You're not sleeping well because you're constantly on, you're, you're thinking about things. And then what happens? You get sick or you get tired or you're like, huh, this isn't for me anymore. And then that business plummets and you lose the business versus creating something super sustainable, Now, this could go with anything. It could go with relationships. It could go with literally anything. So stop trying to, you know, find, 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 and just be present. And then that way you can actually see what's in front of you, right? So let's not, you know, constantly search for something all the time. Let's just be. Let's not work all the time. Let's create some space for, like, opportunities to come our way or for us to actually see an opportunity that's in front of us, Right? Instead of draining yourself and we hit the point where we can't even think. Like at the end of a long day, I literally work with people and they'll tell me like, I feel like I can't do anything but just watch TV when I come home because I am just so drained. I can't think. I don't want to do anything. I'm so tired. We're literally driving our bodies down to the ground because we are, our mind is always on and we're in such fight or flight all day because we feel like we constantly have to be doing something. Start your day off right. Okay, that's number one is start your day off right. Set your intentions before anybody else can set them for you. Super duper important, guys. Don't want to let that one go. So write down your goals. Meditate. Breath work. Take a walk outside. Be present in the moment. Listen to a good podcast. State your affirmations. Create that feeling of calmness, of safety, that that shit that you want in life. Create a vision board. Look at it. Let those feelings soak in that you've already gotten it. I'm going to tell you one thing. The one year where I was super good at my morning routine of manifesting and visualizing and thinking and I mean not thinking praying and meditating I had the most I had the most successful life at that point I mean I'm not saying that I'm not 
successful now. I'm literally like traveling the world right now by myself. That's successful to me. That's what makes me feel good. But what I mean by successful is like at that point I was, um, you know, manifesting literally everything I could think of. I mean, even my dog, I have a story about that on my blog. It was a really good story. Um, that I said she would be mine by June 1st. Um, and I didn't even know that I, I had no idea like what dog it was going to be. I didn't know. I just knew that it was going to come to me and it literally came to me. I applied for her. And then on June 1st, I had a dog. I got an email on June 1st that Chloe was mine. And this is the most perfect dog for me. Literally the most perfect dog ever. She's so sweet. She loves to go hiking and in water and in the beach. Like that's my dog, you know, and I knew I was going to have that. Right. But I manifested so many different things to the point where it was scary. And honestly, I did the same this year. I said I was going to travel the world. I said I was going to make deep, deeper connections with people. I've literally met up with more people the past like three months than I have like the past two years. It's insane. It's literally insane what you can do when you let go of trying to do something all the time and we just learn how to receive and create the feelings that it's already ours. So don't drive yourself down to the ground. You'll literally drive yourself to be unproductive because you're trying to be productive all the time. You're going to be drained. You're going to be tired. You're not going to be able to do anything at all other than just sit, right? So it's super important that we don't let ourselves get to that point. So what I'm trying to say, work your ass off. Do it. Work your hours. Stop. And then be. Just be. Go do something that feels good to you and follow your heart. Follow what feels good to you in the moment. There could be something out there. Don't don't say, oh my God, I really, really, really want to go to this. I know I would have so much fun or I know I really want to go here, but I don't have anybody to go with. I'm not going to go. Or no, that this is closer. I'll just go here. I'll just go here for time efficiency because it, it will save me time. What if you went to that place that your heart, that your gut was telling you to go, no matter if you had somebody with you or no matter whatever, and you meet the love of your life, or you meet your new business partner, or you meet your new best friend, or you meet somebody really famous that you've always loved. You never know, y'all. Here's a quick story before I end this podcast. When I was in London, I lived in London for six weeks when I was in college. It was like my uh, study abroad trip. And all of my friends and I, we found this magazine and we're like, ooh, this looks like a really cool rooftop bar. Let's meet up there after our internships. So we planned to meet there at a certain time after our internships. So we went, we met up, and I started to notice that like a lot of people were getting quiet all of a sudden. And my friends and I were like, why is everybody getting quiet? You know, we're drunk Americans. Everybody else is like Euro- Europeans, <laughs> like Londoners. So they're they're a lot less quiet than us. Um, and Or they're a lot quieter than us. And we were like, what is going on? Why are people getting so quiet? And somebody said, oh, you don't see him? And we were like, what are, you, what are they talking about? It was Prince Harry right across right across the, the little like section from us. And we're like, holy shit. We are this close to royalty. I am not screwing it up. So I literally went over there and said, hey. <laughs> and they were like, he's really nice. We want to go over there. But anyways, super cool interaction. I'll never forget it. It was great. I honestly, I was into one of his bodyguards and him and I were flirting and then we left. And then, yeah. <laughs> Like, it was so funny. They had to kick us out. Even the security guards were like, okay, you guys, everybody has to leave before they leave. So they actually made everyone go out of the bar before Prince Harry could leave. And I told the security, I was like, don't, don't make me leave. Don't make me. He was like, oh, 
you're so great, but like you have to leave. <laughs> and honestly, guys, like such a cool experience. And what if we were like, no, well, that's too far. Like, no, not, no, like that doesn't have, you know, the one drink that I want or whatever, but your soul is telling you like, just go, just freaking go. You never know who you'll meet or who you see. Seriously, it's so true. So A, don't bring work home with you. I'm going to give you some work tips real quick. A, don't bring homework with you and do not let yourself think about work. If you're working at home, I know it's really hard to really separate that, guys. Like from one room to the next room or maybe it's in your bedroom that you're working in or whatever. I know that's really hard. I've been in that predicament as well. But when you're done with work, you're done with work. So a few different tips is when you come home from work, shower, change your clothes, do a meditation, do a self whole body check in, like relaxing yourself from like your head all the way down to your toe while you're taking deep breaths. Um, walk, do a workout, go someplace, get out of your house, go for a drink somewhere or go meet up with a friend somewhere or take a walk with a friend. doesn't matter what you do. And this is even if you're working at home, if you're working at home, get out of your house because I'm going to tell you, eventually you're going to drive yourself insane, but it's so good for you to get out of your house because you're detaching from the entire day. So even if it's just a walk or you're just sitting outside by your pool, that's something that Megan and I have been doing, my friend that I'm staying with right now. We've just been sitting out by our pool in the evenings, like just talking or like doing, like we're messing around, like doing yoga, even though like none of us are, neither one of us are like super good at yoga. But anyways, just do something fun, guys. Let go of work or having, feeling like you have to be productive all the time. Let your body out of that fight or flight state and just do your thing, guys, okay? Because when you let go, When you give life space, you're allowing more things that serve you to come in. Okay, it's so true. So take what you need, leave what you don't. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. I have a very, very early morning tomorrow, which is going to be when you're listening to the podcast, except I am going to be up at 3 a.m. and I have to drop off my rental car and then go catch my flight. So wish me luck. Actually, you're already going to be listening to this. So just pray for me that I'll get through the day. But I hope you guys have a wonderful week. It was so good chatting with you about all my adventures. I have more to come. So yeah, just hold tight. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your friends, share it with your family, put it on your Facebook, Instagram stories, share it with everyone, send it to people in a message if you think that they'll get anything from it. Rate the show. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you soon.